Jesus says, right now you don't understand what I'm doing, but later you'll understand. This is From Paint to Purpose, a podcast by FCP Services, where we believe people drive growth. Exploring topics related to company culture, leadership, and construction industry insights. Now your host, John Barsness. I'd like to welcome everybody to this episode of From Paint to Purpose, uh, a podcast sponsored by FCP Services. Today we've got a great guest with us, uh, a gentleman that I've known for several years now, is a marketplace minister for CBMC here in the local market and uh, has recently come on staff with CBMC nationwide. Uh, Alan Smith, thank you for being here this morning and uh, talking to us about yourself, your journey, both in the in the marketplace, in business and in ministry. I'm looking forward to the conversation this morning. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, John, and uh, I hope I live up to the expectations. My, my story isn't quite as exciting as God's story through us, so... Yeah. Well, I I do appreciate you being here. Why don't you tell our guests uh, a little bit about your history, uh, where you started out in your career, and and, uh, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Well, um, it's a long time ago. <laughs> right out of high school, I uh, wasn't sure exactly what God was calling me to at that time. I'm not even sure if God was the most important part of my life at that time. And... Um, I had a, a, a desire to be outside, outdoors. I grew up hunting and fishing, and it's, uh, it became evident that maybe something outdoors would be the, the, the track that I would go on. Um, wasn't exactly sure how to get there, but I also had a love for electronics. And at that time, uh, right out of high school, before I, I, I got into vocational uh, college, which I ultimately went to become a land surveyor, civil engineering, but my first step was um, as a truck driver, believe it or not. And I went to work for a company, and I was delivering all of their goods to their stores around the Twin Cities. And um, as, as time went on, it became evident that it was uh, a, another path that I was to go down, and that was to become a land surveyor. Interestingly, as I look back now, if I would have stuck with that company, at the time it was called Sound of Music. <laughs> and Sound of Music was, was this brand-new company, and it was just getting off the ground. And um, uh, they, they had a tornado that went through up in Roseville in one of their stores. And um, they decided to have a big sale and uh, blow out some of these boxes that had been blown around in the tornado. And they called it the Best Buy Sale. And it turns out that Sound of Music changed their name after that to Best Buy Company. And so that would have been back in the early 1980s. And I sometimes wonder what would what would uh, my stock portfolio look like if I would have stuck with uh, Sound of Music Best Buy since that point. But um, yeah, I left Best Buy, uh, Sound of Music at that time. Uh, went to school, um, did that for two years, and began to work out in the field as a land surveyor. And got to the point where I realized that it was going to be too too hot, too cold, too windy to do that for the rest of my life. And and I began to think about well, what else and what next. Uh, it was at that point that a, a good friend of mine said, I work at a great company, Caterpillar. Uh, we're a dealership here in Minnesota called Ziegler, third largest dealership in North America, and we are growing. And we really could uh, you know, use, use some uh, people to come on board. And I, I know the right people, so I, I got an interview. I was hired, and I ended up spending 19 years at Caterpillar. I began in the truck engine department. I knew nothing about diesel engines and trucks. 
and uh, learned about that for a few years. Uh, at that time, we spun off or, or, or launched, I should say, a agricultural division. And I was the on the ground floor of our ag division, uh, tractors, combines, tillage equipment, working with farmers all throughout Minnesota and Iowa. And, uh, you know, in, in retrospect, so many of the lessons that I learned through that and the experiences that I had in that role and growing a brand new division of the company, it's so relevant to what I'm doing today. And I, I think that's so much the case in our lives. Um, Jesus says, right now you don't understand what I'm doing, but later you'll understand. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's important for all of us to realize that there, there's, there's things going on right now that um, may not make a lot of sense. It could be challenges. It could be great things. But ultimately, God has a purpose behind it. And so after 19 years, uh, the economy went south in 2008, 2009. And um, uh, myself, along with probably half of our company at that point, we were let go, and um, I, I, I recall walking into the, the corner office and saying to uh, our president at the time, I am so grateful for the opportunity that you've given me to learn and to grow and, um, and the things that this company has provided for my family, and um, I'll be praying for you as I know this is a really difficult time, and um, if there's ever anything that I can do to serve you, just please let me know. And with that, I walked out the door and uh, I, I, I began to do something called networking. Networking, what is that? I, you know, I, it was a foreign subject to me. Um, LinkedIn was brand new at that time. This would have been back in uh, January of 2009. And uh, I got a LinkedIn profile set up and I saw somebody post something out there about CBMC. I thought, wow, CBMC, isn't that like a TV channel, the CNBC? It's like, no, 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 it's Christian Businessmen's Connection. And what I learned, uh, come, come, come to learn uh, from Don Hoffert, uh, he was the first person that I, I connected with, and he was brand new on staff at that time. And Don said, yeah, it's Christ Center business guys getting together to talk about the things that um, they can do to equip and encourage and support and hold each other accountable so that we can integrate our Christian values into our into our work lives. And so I became involved in a CBMC Trusted Advisor Forums team. And I guess uh, the you know I don't know if the rest is history or not, but you know here here we are today. Uh, it was about uh, three or four months into me being with Ziegler, or I should say with with CBMC after having left Ziegler. Um, that I just started to volunteer. I, I looked for opportunities to, to, to lead small teams, to help plan events, um, encourage other people to get involved. And uh, um, our, our local area leadership team said, uh, Alan, it's been, it's been great to have you getting involved. We're growing. Um, you and Don are working well together. We've been praying about who the next area director may be for CBMC Northland, and we think that we may know who God has called to this. And I said, really? Well, who is it? I can't wait to hear. And they said, well, we think that it may be you. And um, I said, wow, I'm, I'm honored, and I don't know that I'm prepared for anything like that. But, um, I, you know, I, I, I sought wise counsel. I spent time praying about it. I spent time in the Bible reflecting on what the Lord may say through reading his word. Um, and my gut told me that this is what God was calling me to. And so I, I, I came on staff and, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's just been really a blessing to have you and Danny and many other people that have just come alongside over the years to, uh, you know, to help us bring Christ into the marketplace. So that's, 
that's my uh, my quick little story about where I've been and and a little bit about what's brought us up to this point right now. You you mentioned it as you were describing kind of that that transition for yourself from early in your career to spending. Uh, you know, almost two decades with one company, then uh, God opening the door here at CBMC for you about the lessons that you learned in a 20 year span of business environment to the ministry. Can you talk a little bit maybe about some of those lessons that you, as you started to launch out into the, into the, the ministry work, what lessons you were able to go, ah, now I know why I learned this and why God let, led me to this. And these are the things I can take to this new environment. Sure. Well, there are some practical things. Um, in this particular role that I have with CBMC, you're, you're, you're a generalist. When you're, when you're an executive director, technically our title is area director. But executive directors of ministries are typically people that, that wear a lot of hats. They um, probably aren't experts in anything, but they have the ability to communicate fairly well and uh, to cast vision and to get other people excited about what it is that we're doing as an organization and and, um, what the future may look like and how you can play a role in it. Um, In in my role with Caterpillar, it was very similar. Um, I, I definitely served other people, especially our sales team, but I, I was a generalist. I was an event planner. Um, I, I did some of the uh, forecasting. Um, I, I would help conduct uh, events. We would have um, shows that we would do with farmers. We'd bring machine machinery out there for the farmers to try out. Um, I, I would do some things with marketing. So I wore a lot of different hats. And I think probably one of the greatest lessons that I learned throughout my time, um, uh, you know, w- with Caterpillar is, Generally speaking, people have the right motivations in mind. They just don't know how to get there. And anything that I can do to help them achieve their goals, uh, it, it will um, help be, me be more successful um, in my role. And it'll be a situation where they'll want to work with me and they'll want to help me whenever it is that they can help me. And so, um, yeah, I, I think serving others really, really well and with excellence and timeliness and good communication, putting other people first. I learned all of those lessons along the way, even though it was an environment where it wasn't technically ministry, although I would say that the workplace is always ministry if we allow it to be that. Um, but but serve others well. As a, uh, as a ministry, serving men who are traditionally at least in the marketplace in some form, how have you been able to help them see the foundational pieces of their faith as going into organizations that may not be overtly Christian, but they can bring that to whether they're leaders or individual contributors? What are some things that you have you have uh, seen from some of the groups that you've been a, a part of and what that looks like for them in their lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting um, question. And I would say early on when I was in this role and I would talk with people about the opportunity to get connected with CBMC and some of the great things that were going on, um, I would sense that sometimes people had, I don't want to say ulterior motives, but they would look at the ministry and think, oh, geez, I get to meet lots of new people and there'll be opportunities for more business. And, um, you know, and, and for me to grow as a business guy through all these relationships. And I think early on, 
um, it didn't feel so good to me. Although we're very clear that we're a non-solicitation environment, I, I see how God, you know, uses relationships to accomplish his purposes. And I think over time, if people come in with the right attitude, and it's really about putting other people first, that God will open up those doors. And, um, um, but the cool thing is, is that when you're in this environment where you're surrounded, you know, on a, on a weekly or a monthly basis, especially our trusted advisor forums teams, where it's typically business leaders, uh, executives, owners of organizations that are meeting once a month for three to four hours and really going deep with each other. Um, when you come in with that mindset of I need to be served, I've got a pain point in my life right now. Um, I just need to to see some of that relief take place. And that's what our teams will do. But then over time, the members of the teams consistently talking about how they're integrating Christian principles, sometimes overtly, sometimes covertly, but nonetheless, it's serving others, uh, it's loving on other people, it's appropriately sharing your faith with people when when people that you work with and around, employees, uh, professional service providers, clients, they all have pain points, and over time you build up a, uh, a relationship with these people that's uh, trusted. And then when they're in a place where things are challenging, you can begin to share a little bit more about what has gotten you through challenges in life. And what's really cool is to see guys' eyes um, and their hearts transform over time when they're with other Christian business leaders that are doing that well. It's like I, I come into a team, I'm really thinking about how can pain be alleviated in my, in my career and my life. And suddenly um, I begin to see that there's a different purpose for me being part of this team. And I have had the honor of seeing so many people's lives transform that way. And then suddenly when they go into the workplace, when they go into their career, when they go into the companies that they own or they have a leadership role, that really is a mission field for them. It's, it's, it, you know, they don't have to uh, raise support, learn to eat, uh, you know, bad food, leave their family, you know, jump on airplanes and go around the world. They can stay right here and they could be in the marketplace. And it is a phenomenal mission field for people. And that has been really, really interesting for me to, to be part of and see uh, a lot of lives transformed. Well, I think it is a it is the, the place that we spend what right or wrong we spend a vast majority of our lives in a marketplace somewhere in a ministry that is the workforce. Yeah, and as Christians, being able to just simply be who we are in that environment, I know as a member of CBMC, that's one of the things that I've uh, cherished about it is to be able to truly see that, yeah, this is who God made me to be as a leader in an organization that is not necessarily a overt Christian organization, we still lead through our biblical principles. I'm fortunate I, our leadership team are all professing Christians, and we all believe that we are doing the work that we are doing because we've been gifted to do so, and God has given us those gifts. But we also have an organization that isn't necessarily all Christians. Right. We know they're not. Yet... The organization of CBMC has allowed us to be able to have those types of conversations when God opens the door. And I can tell you from my own experience, that has been be, be, has become much more aware of it because I've been surrounded and hearing that from other uh, Christian businessmen on a weekly basis uh, or a monthly basis uh, for the last couple of years. Yeah. So 
Yeah. What um, are there are there things that have stood out to you that that as you look at the growth of CBMC since you've been with the organization, things that you would want others to know that are listening to this podcast right now about how they can both get engaged with and learn about the organization? What are some of the things that that a, a businessman who's thinking, man, I really could use a group like this that isn't a BNI or some of these other type of networking groups, but truly a group of, of advisors and, and people who will come alongside of you. What are some of the things that you would want to highlight for people to know about the organization? Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, well, I think uh, um, one thing is we've got a place for everyone. So regardless of where you're at in your faith journey, where you're at in your career, how old you are, we've got an opportunity for you to get engaged, get connected, and be transformed, to be used by God to help transform other people. Um, the one area that we're not in yet, but um, people can be praying uh, on this with me, and that's a little bit more of a, a, a presence, if you will, at the college and university level. That's someplace that we're not right now. I believe that someday God may um, call us to being more intentional on that. But currently, we've got a young professionals focus or track, if you will, for people that are 23 to, we don't, we don't check cards at the door to see how old people are. But um, John, you could even qualify as a YP if you, if you said so. Um, but, uh, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I say 20, 23 to 35 is really the sweet spot for YPs. Uh, these teams meet once a month for three hours. Each month there's a different uh, sage that will come in and share the top five things that they know about business now that they wish they had known in their 20s. Uh, when I say sage, um, seasoned, action-oriented, godly executive. And um, uh, so we've, we've got a new speaker that comes in each month that will share their wisdom. They'll share a little bit about their faith story and how they integrate their, their faith into their work lives. And the value for these guys, 23 to 39, being in that type of a group or 35 years old, um, the value is certainly the, uh, the accountability and the support from the guys in their team, but getting the business wisdom from a seasoned executive. Um, along with having that speaker come in, we've got a, a roundtable devotional time that we'll do, and we'll, we'll talk about something um, that's relevant in the workplace and how to integrate your faith. And then we've got a time where we just go around and we, we ask guys, what's going on in your life? Give us your personal family business update. Um, who can we pray for in your life that needs prayer right now? And so we've got a time of prayer. We've got some time of, uh, of uh, devotional. And then we've got some business wisdom that we bring in. So that's a phenomenal area for people that are in that. You know, I, I've just gotten out of college and I've just gotten into the workforce and I'm trying to figure out how does this Christianity fit as an adult? You know, I know about Noah's Ark and David and Goliath and all the things that I did when I was at church when I was a youth or in high school or even in college ministry, but how does that translate into, um, you know, adulting now? I've, I've got daughters that are 20 and 25. They're just having birthdays this week, and it's how do we how do we become more effective adults these days and, and not just have that youth? And we really have a, a model that I, I feel like has proven itself to be effective uh, with that. Um, the second area that we have that's that's really a, a great um, spot for business leaders like yourself would be our trusted advisor forums teams. So business owners, executives, C-level guys, um, eight, eight to 12 guys meeting once a month, three to four hours, confidential environment, 
where we talk about our personal, our family, and our business lives and integrating Christian principles into our leadership. And uh, each month, one of the guys in the team will take a turn of, of sharing the host issue. Uh, host issue being, this is something that I'm really struggling with right now in my organization, and I could really use the wise counsel of, of the guys in my team to figure out where would God have me go from here. It could be business transition, it could be retirement, it could be taking on new clients, it could be marketing, who knows. Um, guys with their host issue, it isn't always business though. Sometimes guys will bring in personal issues that they're faced with or things with their families or their wives. And we'll spend an hour, hour and a half, you know, really pouring over what the issue is, asking questions to understand the issue better, and then putting goals together, putting, a, um, you know, smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely goals to help this person move ahead. And then we'll continue to walk with this guy and, and hold him accountable to what he committed to and following up and praying him through these issues that he's faced with. So that's what our trust advisor forums teams do along with that hour, hour and a half that we'll have with the host issue each month. We'll also have a devotional time and a roundtable time, personal family business up, update. We pray for each other. So a lot of similarities with regards to what we do with the YPs, the trusted advisor forum teams, there's some similarities. The difference being the business acumen that you get in a trusted advisor forums team, the, the business acumen, that comes from the people at the table with you. In our YPs, the business acumen that you glean actually comes from the guest speaker each month. So those are two phenomenal teams for those types of, of men. Um, our Connect3 teams are teams that meet once a week, hour and a half, typically in the morning. Uh, we'll do a devotional. We'll do roundtable time and just catch up on what's going on in each other's lives. We pray for each other. Um, and we talk about life. We talk about what's going on. It could be the weather, the sports, politics. You just never know. It's, some people say it's almost like a Seinfeld episode when we get together for our Connect3 teams and that. We don't know exactly where the Lord is going to lead us with regards to the conversation that we're going to have for part of the meeting, but we also know that part of the meeting is very structured, and that being what devotional time on how to integrate your faith, how do you appropriately evangelize in the workplace. Discipleship is a key component of us uh, as a ministry, mentoring, discipleship. We talk about that in our devotional time, and then also um, uh, a time of prayer for each other. And so... Uh, Regardless of where people are at in their faith journey, um, in, in age-wise, people are always welcome to our Connect3 teams. Um, and then the other key component of, of CBMC and what makes us unique is really intentionality around mentoring and discipleship. One guy meeting with one guy um, to, to help each other grow in their faith, but especially having a, a Paul Timothy relationship. Somebody that's got a, a few more trips around the sun and has lived out this Christian walk, uh, over a longer period of time, walking with somebody else is just trying to figure it out. And uh, Operation Timothy is the tool that we use, if you want to call it that. It's a, a series of books that were written uh, 50 years ago originally, and there's been a few revisions since then. But Operation Timothy really keeps us on track um, in terms of our time together when we're, when we're sitting down and, and, and talking. And we talk about what's your purpose in life, and who is God, and who is Jesus, and is the Bible credible? Um, those are just a few of the subjects that we, we, we dive into with Operation Timothy. And so, um, you know, the three types of teams, uh, Operation Timothy, discipleship, and mentoring, and then lastly as a ministry, what we're really focused on are targeted events. We don't do a lot of events, but the events that we do really have a purpose, a specific purpose to draw people um, to each other, to, to Christ, 
uh, into discipling relationships and to get connected to the ministry. And so we'll do um, Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, for example. We've got a long history of doing Mayor's Prayer Breakfast here in the Northland area and around the country. Um, I just returned from uh, Whittier, California last week, and they were talking about uh, their Mayor's Prayer Breakfast that they do each year, and it's uh, it coincides with the National Day of Prayer, so they do it in the in the springtime every year. And that's a pretty typical model for CBMC. We started in 1930 as a ministry in Chicago, Illinois, and now today we're in 96 countries around the world. And, um, you know, these things that I've talked about are really the focus of the ministry, and it just doesn't really matter which part of the world that you go to. Uh, it's, it's a similar conversation that you'll have with CBMCers from all over the place. How do I live out my faith in, in this mission field being the marketplace? So... And how can people get connected? Uh, you can go to northland.cbmc.com, and that's our website. You can get information there, or you can go to cbmc.com, and that's our national website. And you can uh, get connected and be transformed by, by checking out both of those areas. Well, I appreciate that overview, uh, and I would highly recommend it for those who are in the, the business marketplace as well. Uh, it, it, it's a great group of, of people. Uh, you know you can have uh, great conversations with people, deep conversations if you want to, uh, and, and, and there's just uh, many opportunities. One last question I have for you, Alan, is as you look uh, back at your career, what God has done in your ministry with CBMC, what would you tell somebody who is considering a step into a, the marketplace for their career or is looking for something like CBMC? What's one thing you wish you would have known as that group that's coming out of college today uh, and entering the workforce? What would you have loved to have known then that you know now that you'd love to pass on to somebody? Yeah, good question. Um I think first and foremost, um, isolation is dangerous. If you think that you're going to accomplish everything um, that you feel like you need to accomplish in life and you think that you're going to do it on your own, it just doesn't work that way. And, and God will equip us to do everything um, that, that, uh, that he has planned for us. His purposes will prevail. He knows the plans that he has for us. His plans to prosper us and not to harm us is what we're told, but we're not going to do it alone. And so the important thing is um, just to, to build relationships, and there are two primary relationships to be built. Um, number one, with Jesus. Spend time in the Word. Start each day by spending, you know, if right now it's you're spending zero minutes in the Bible each morning, then I say go to five minutes. If you're spending five minutes, go to ten minutes. If you're spending 15 minutes in the Word, you're you're really well on your way, you know, and stay consistent with that seven days a week. As the relationship between you and the Holy Spirit, with, with His guidance, but the relationship between you and Jesus grows and builds, you're going to see yourself as, as a, a more effective ambassador for Christ. Secondly, surround yourself with people like yourself. It's said that you become... Um, basically the people that you spend the most time around the five or six people that you spend the most time around that's who you're going to become and so surround yourself with good people with the values that you would aspire to the values that you'd hope to have someday in life and that's where cbmc is so important in men's lives is that 
it, it brings them into a transparent, confidential relationship with other people, people that are being led by the Holy Spirit and, 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 and feel like God has a plan for their lives. Um, I, I think those are, those are the primary things that I would encourage people to do, build relationships with Jesus and with other people that are, that are Christ followers. Well, that's a that's great uh, piece of advice, a great way to end it. Uh, I do think a, a lot of people have an opportunity to really be impacted and transformed uh, through CBMC if they choose to get involved in their local communities. And I know we've got a lot of listeners all over the country, uh, and we'd love to make sure that you get connected in your local community to CBMC. So anything that I can do as the host of this uh, program as well, uh, please reach out to me, and I'm happy to, to do any endorsements I can on that. So, Can I ask one question? Absolutely. Um, with the experiences that you've had with CBMC, what have you found to be most transformative in your life? Well, I'm I'm fortunate because as and in my unique story of getting of joining to CBMC is goes outside of my own comfort zone. I'm not a you know I've networked for business, but I also found myself gravitating to one of the events that was put on here locally, uh, and then just got connected with a, a, a C3 group. I'm leading a C3 group now. I've been a part of a trusted advisors forum. So those are uh, you know for me it has been the relationships. It's been the the uh, the connections that I've been able to make that go beyond those once a week or once a month meetings. Uh, there are several of the guys that I talk to on a weekly basis outside of the groups that I'm a part of with them because I trust them, because there is a, a servanthood that comes from both of us. And so for me, that's where it, it has made a big difference. And to your point earlier about making sure you surround yourself with the right people, I can tell you, and I've shared my story before of where I was going early in my life and early in my career was nowhere near where God has me today. Uh, and this type of a group continues to keep me on that treadmill as opposed to on the life's treadmill that says the human uh, is going after something that the world tells us is important mm -hmm. when we recognize that really what's important is what God already has in front of us. And it's the truth that, that, that is there for us. And so that's what CBMC has been able to do for me. I'm just proud to be a part of the, the organization to support it and to see what God has done, Alan, with you and the work that you do and Don has done and others within the Northland. I know there's a new president for CBMC that I've had a chance to meet, and, and David is a, uh, a phenomenal leader and somebody I think is, uh, God has, has tapped on the shoulder in a unique way in his world, too, that I don't think he ever thought that's where God was going to land him at this point in his life, and yet he has, and uh, opened up so many doors. So I, I just think that there is uh, a uniqueness about the organization that allows men uh, to be around other men uh, of faith and, and take it to the one place that we often leave it at the door. And instead you can say, yeah, I don't have to uh, to be overt with it, but who I am in Christ comes out in my leadership and in my work. And if I'm allowing the Spirit to do that in me, I can have an impact for, for the kingdom uh, in the work that I'm doing every day. We, we talk about my CBMC story. This is my CBMC story. And it has been such an honor and a pleasure to see how God has used you. I, I think you've grown with our, in our time together. Um, but I think even uh, equally or more important is how you've um, served other people and helped them grow. 
as you've been involved with CBMC over these last few years. And for that, I'm very grateful. So thank you, John. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity to be connected. And I appreciate you being on the on the podcast today. I know God's going to use it in unique ways that we don't even know about today. So I'm looking forward to hearing those stories, too. Yeah, well, thank, thank you, you again. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. To learn more, visit fcpservices.com. Until next time, remember, people drive growth.